Welcome to the inaugural episode of Wandering Spirits of the Pacific Northwest. I'm Martina and I'm here with my podcast partner and adventure buddy James, who I've known for a few years now. Over that time, we've discovered that not only do we have a lovely connection, curiosity about the world, and shared sense of humor that made it feel like we've known each other for a million years, even when we first met. But over time, we've discovered that we both have strong intuition and an affinity for life's mysteries, including energy, ghosts, and what happens when we die. While I follow an earth-based pagan spiritual path and have always been interested in magical things, spirits and what I like to think of as wooery, that question about what happens after our earthly life ends has become really intensified since losing my mom a few years ago. And it's become more personal because there's part of me that feels like if others linger in spirit form, if energy continues on, then that means that her energy continues on too. And that's a really comforting thought, which makes it super exciting that we've embarked upon this idea of going and investigating and learning some of our area's local lore because I love history and folklore and stories so it just feels like this partnership that we've built here was (laughs) was made for us and meant to be and we can talk all about all of that later because right now it is time for you to meet the star of our show Mm -hmm. James hi everybody Uh, I don't have to say anything I'm just gonna go with what Martina said so no I'm kidding Um, I'm James Um, I've known Martina like she said for a couple years now and from the beginning, I also felt like we had a a connection um, um, as friends, like we'd known each other for a long time. Um, you know, I have a basic belief that all things that are on this great blue ball we call Earth are connected. We're all connected to each other. Yeah. We're connected to the soil, the trees, the plants, everything around us is all one. Um, and I believe that when we depart are these mortal shells that we have we're just pure unbreakable undestroyable energy and i think that when that happens we're either kind of reborn into the earth around us or we choose to stay kind of in that veil between the living and the departed um i don't know that you definitely necessarily get stuck there i think you kind of choose to live there or hang out there um, I've had several experiences with spirits and energy in my lifetime. Um, I do want to make it very clear I'm not a psychic. I'm not a, you know, a medium or anything like that. I think I have some skills that I um, can hone in on and can improve on. And so I, I um, am doing this partly to kind of invite all of you to go on that adventure with me. With me and Martina both, so. Yeah, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> Martina's good too. Um, <laughs> so, as, as part of that belief in the afterlife, so I was raised in a very strict Catholic um, family, and in the Catholic faith, um, I'm not—I don't practice um, the religion anymore. But there kind of is this inherent understanding of an afterlife, and there's very much—you're um, very much taught that there are. Um, good and evil and there is a veil between the living and the dead um but it's not to really be crossed and i i don't i don't really hold to those beliefs um anymore so 
Um, my views change quite a bit as we go further into our experiences in these episodes and on this podcast. I'll tell you kind of a little bit more about that. Um, I personally don't really like the term ghosts. I feel like that kind of cheapens or it's kind of cartoonish in a way. Um, I much prefer spirit or energy or entity. Um, and I think that, you know, we'll always, when we go out and investigate and we go out and look, we're always going to do it with respect and dignity. Yeah. Um, even though they're, pa- you know, passed on, I don't want to be harassed in death. So, um, anyway, I hope that you join in on our adventures and we, I hope we get feedback from you and all these great things. So thank you for listening. Um, so with that, Martina, tell us about your first experience. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about what to call my first experience because I grew up with a grandmother who she would have never called herself one, but mm-hmm. she definitely was an intuitive. She would have precognitive dreams. Wow. Um, where she would have these dreams where her mother would come to her mm-hmm. and they'd go for a walk and as they were walking they would find a open grave wow and usually after that some family member or someone close to mm-hmm. to her would pass away so hmm. and there were other experiences mm-hmm. with that as well so i sort of grew up in a family where that was kind of always there. Yeah. So, and my grandmother came from this tiny village in what is now Poland, really uh-huh. down to earth and probably much more likely to make fun of yeah. people who yeah, are yeah. like, oh yeah, I see spirits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then she would be to share that with other people. And I don't know that she like, you know, went out in town and told people. Right, right. But she very clearly had some intuitive gifts. And I... I have intuition as well. Mm-hmm. I would not say on the level of hers or maybe uh-huh. just not as developed as hers. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I've definitely had experiences yeah. over my life. Um, you know, I when my dad passed away, I guess that would be the first. Well, actually, I had dreams when I was a kid. When my grandfather passed mm-hmm. away, he would come to me Wow. at, at night. I remember uh-huh. that being one of my earliest memories was him the day the evening he died actually he pulled up in my dream and mm-hmm. and i had i didn't know he was dead yet. right right um he pulled up in my dream in this like really <laughs> cool red convertible <laughs> and he was just in the driveway like waving and wow then he pulled off and that was the end wow and then i found out the next day that he had passed away how interesting So I've always had little things like that or experiences, usually useless ones where Uh I'll dream about something before it happens. It's not usually of the magnitude of somebody has died now. Right, right. But um, yeah, I've had a number of of experiences and... uh, And it sounds like they're pretty vivid. I mean, your dreams and thought, yeah. Kind of how how I know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When my father passed away, I was living in California and moving from one house with roommates to my own apartment for the first time. And uh, I was standing and packing in the new place and I was going to go back to the old one to sleep. And I remember hearing this voice in my head and it was so weird because it was not just like normal thoughts and mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. 
It wasn't being obsessive, which I can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but this kind of thing from outside almost where I just mm. kind of heard this thing like, don't bother packing anymore. You're not going to stay here anyway. And it wow. was like really matter of fact. Uh-huh. And I didn't even really think that much about it at the time. Uh-huh. And I got home, and in the middle of the night, my mom called, and my dad had had a heart attack. Wow. And as I ended up, I did not end up ever really moving in there. I went home to be with my family while he was in the hospital, and he ended up uh-huh. passing away. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, going back to my apartment uh-huh. in California was essentially to pack up and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and leave. So those are kind of the experiences I've had. Uh, one thing that I think for any people listening to us who think about those kinds of things often you know especially when we watch these ghost hunting shows mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, like that it's mm-hmm. like something really dramatic where something scratches yeah, you right. and there are marks left yeah. or it's super scary uh-huh. and it's it's not right and it's right. i'm sure it's different for different people because mm-hmm. depending what kind of claire uh-huh. gift you have uh-huh. it's um you know we all receive information differently mm-hmm. but for me, it's never dramatic and it's never scary. It's mm-hmm. when we went to, and I know we're going to talk about this in a later episode, mm-hmm. but when we went to Ermatinger House uh-huh. and I had an experience with a little girl. Yeah, right. It It's more like impressions than some uh-huh. drama-filled thing where there's right. a spotlight. And <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Um, even just in the small amount of, you know, contact experiences I've had like yeah. that. But how about you? Um, Well, I can tell you if something ever slaps me or jumps out at me, I'm out of there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of a little bit of the same thing you've experienced. Um, When I was a little kid, my grandparents lived in a ranch house that was, even when I was a little kid, was over 100 years old. And uh, it was in Montana, and it was on a cattle ranch. And I can remember... The house was kind of built in a big L shape, mm-hmm. and one um, wing of the house, it was a huge, huge house, um, was two stories, and the upstairs levels, by the time my grandparents got older, had kind of been abandoned. They didn't really go upstairs mm-hmm. for anything anymore, and the, partly the reason was is because the stairs were like, you know, 85 degrees, and they were small steps, yeah. you know, those old stairs, yeah. Um and we weren't even really allowed to go up there that much because of the my grandma was so afraid we'd fall down the stairs, um, which I think I did a couple times. Anyways, um, I would hear conversations uh-huh. um, of of adult men talking, and I could never really understand what they were saying, but I knew there was a conversation going on beside me or behind me, and. It never really scared me. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of, well, that was, that was weird. Yeah. Um, as I got older, it became, I could understand a little bit more about what what they were talking about. And it was always the same voices. It was like they were always there. And they were talking about the operation of the ranch, like how cattle were were doing and how much you know the price would be i mean it was like a business discussion mm-hmm. um and then like you said we'll talk about um the ermitinger so as i got older i kind of kind of shut that off 
a little bit because I didn't understand it. And I then, you know, being raised Catholic, you, you're, you're kind of taught that everything outside of that is evil or, you right. know, whatever. Um, and so really just like a year ago, year and a half ago, I kind of started letting that stuff come in again and trying to open up to it a little bit better and try to understand it a little bit better. Um, and, you know, I'll go into places and there's nothing, you know, like buildings that, you know, would maybe look like they were super haunted or houses or something and there's nothing. Right. Um, I've, I, I'm really good, I feel like, at picking um, images or entities out, out of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do every now and then see a shadow you know, out of the corner of your eye. Yeah. Um, something like that. I've never had, like, direct conversation or anything um, with an entity, but... So that's kind of my experience from from a little kid, you know, having that kind of mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So, you know, it. I hope I can, can build on that and get, you know, more intuitive and, and allow more of that in um, as time goes on. So I'm really curious, just, I know some of what you've told, because mm-hmm. obviously we have the shared interest and we're friends and yeah, we've talked yeah. about it, but I was just thinking when you were talking about hearing voices or getting impressions of people who walked before mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, this house that you mm-hmm. grew up in, I know that your that where you grew up, like this farm had been in your family for a while, yeah. so it just struck me that, like, that could very well be a yeah. grandfather or great-grandfather yeah. or whomever, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, the, my um, great-great-grandparents on my father's side actually bought the original ranch, which was like 10 acres when they bought it. Mm-hmm. And they bought it back in 1920-something, I want to say, early early 1920 maybe. Okay. Um, and then my, my grandmother's parents... Um, my on my dad's side again um her parents were actually killed in a car accident not far from the house oh, okay so i always kind of thought that maybe they were kind of there too um being around there and and i never had any other family member ever come out and say oh i see things or i hear stuff or my grandparents because i asked my grandfather one time do you hear things and he's like no it's not you know i don't hear anything um so yeah you know it'd be interesting um Share with us, if you will, about the garage. Oh, I was just thinking about that. (laughs) So, yeah, I was thinking as you were talking that, like, all of your encounters that you've talked about have been pretty peaceful Uh and kind of, I mean, either neutral Mm -hmm. or maybe, depending how close you are to some of these people, comforting even. Yeah. And most of mine have been as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely do things kind of in other parts of my life where I do energy work and Mm earth-based kind of spiritual practices. But I was thinking that the only... I mean, I've occasionally been places that make me feel a little uneasy. Mm -hmm. But, and I don't know how or why this started, but there was a period where all of a sudden my garage felt awful. (laughs) My dog wouldn't go in there. When I had to go out and do things, I always felt like there was something up in the rafters watching me and it wasn't too pleased. Uh uh And so I'd go out um, to do laundry or whatever, you know, and I'd run out and I'd throw my laundry in (laughs) and slam the shut and run back in the house. (laughs) 
And that went on for a while. And after a while, I was like, this is stupid. This is my house. Uh I'm going to... It'll probably feel ridiculous, but I'm going to go outside and I'm going to talk to it. Yeah, yeah. And so I got myself some some cleansing oils and Uh a candle and went around and did this little kind of conversation with it first that Mm -hmm. kind of went, you know, you're scaring me, Uh you're scaring my dog, you can't be doing this. You need to either, whatever you are, Mm -hmm. you need to either chill out or leave Uh because I can't have this anymore Mm -hmm. so I went around and did that and then it stopped and then a few months later I was standing outside my driveway with my mom and I don't even know how it came up but I hadn't told anybody Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. this because I figure you know they're gonna all think I'm completely like lost it (laughs) and so I didn't share it with anyone but we were always really close and I kind of started to tell her about it and she was like oh my God, I hated going in there too. <laughs> wow. Which was really, like, not that I'm happy she was feeling uneasy, but uh-huh. it was kind of cool because it was this affirmation that, no, there really was something there. Yeah. And yeah. I felt it and whatever it is is gone now. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. really, I don't know where we picked it up. But <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and I felt kind of watched before, mm-hmm. you know, from behind and it's, it's never been scary. Um, I've had some, sometimes more intense than other times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's, um, I've had that happen. Yeah, I think it does. And I think when you start to kind of tune in to just what energy feels like and what the energy, what your own energy feels mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even, because mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that too and figure out where you have blocked flow yeah. and that kind of thing and as you start becoming more sensitive to the energy around you you do feel when there's a difference yep. and you know sometimes it's something like that but I wouldn't say it was like terrifying or anything it was right. just like creepy yeah yeah it wasn't a welcoming yeah yeah feeling. and it didn't feel like anything that meant particularly well but mm-hmm. I mean I think sometimes too you know our own fear can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm kind of put a layer over things to make it feel like to make it feel like maybe there's more ill will than there might be Uh just because something doesn't feel yeah right to us right yep um and if you can't see it like if there isn't something physical there to look at mm -hmm. you know the human reaction and the human nature reaction through all of time has been that fight or flight right yeah do you stay or do you get out and a lot of people choose just to kind of get out because you can't see it. You don't know what it is. Right. You know? yeah. 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 That's definitely your kind of lizard brain fight or flight yeah. thing yeah. kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. And you want to go. Yep. Yep. So, folks, that's kind of what um, this podcast is going to be like and be about. And we're just, we're really excited to do this. Um, we're going to go visit some places in the Pacific Northwest. Um, we're going to give you our experiences we're going to talk about what's experienced with us we would love to hear from you yeah what your experiences have been and it doesn't have to be just in the pacific northwest it can be anywhere um we have a facebook page um wandering spirits of the pacific northwest um we are eventually going to be on youtube and do all that um so i really hope that you find this um educational and entertaining as well and 
Martina, anything else you want to yeah, add? Yeah, no, I think you covered everything. Okay. I think it's just such a great way to get to know that, in a weird way, like the uncommonly uh-huh. spoken about history of yeah. your area yeah. as well. And there's so many stories mm-hmm. contained in all of these, you know, all around us, uh-huh. right? Even if you live in a modern housing development, that doesn't mean there aren't right. older generations that lived here before or older entities or energies and that's a really exciting thing to explore and to do in a way that's also respectful and not just to provoke which i really don't care for yep exactly yep exactly yep so we're gonna do um these episodes bi-weekly um to start out with we're gonna um have them um uh, every other week, bi-weekly is what that means. Um, <laughs> and uh, the next one coming up is going to be... We're going to do some legends, too. And we're going to talk about the Bandage Man. Yes. <laughs> now, I have not... I didn't I didn't know about the Bandage Man until a few months ago. And I did some research about the Bandage Man. So we're going to talk about the Bandage Man in our next episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Martina. Yeah, thanks. For, for being and doing this with me. And, uh, hey, you know what, you guys? We will um, talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, thank right. you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day, evening. Stay safe.